the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Hey, well, good evening, family and friends. We welcome you to the show. This is Cornerstone Transitional Housing, and uh, we are a ministry that uh, has been called to to go out and, and share and love and bring the truth and bring God's love to uh, those that are in need, those that are homeless. Uh, this is Blaine Nurse speaking. We do not have Pastor John with us today, tonight. He is uh, feeling a little under the weather, but we got Pastor Ed with us. <laughs> hey, I'm here. So, um, you know, we always miss Pastor John when he's gone. You know, the three of us, we really have a lot of fun, not only in this radio show, but um, when we are out there in the park, it seems it's you know pastor Ed, it's the it's the body of christ you know we're Amen. just we're working together and um, we're working with the men the women even the kids and uh, so many times it gets a little busy out there and uh, I'll hear <laughs> I'll hear John just say Blaine you know we need you over here and, and, and uh, we'll say the same to you to where um, there's a lot of needs and it seems like you know as we go through praise reports of this weekend um, there was a lot going on I was only able to make the first part but uh, what's your what's your what's your thoughts or uh, highlights uh, of this this past Saturday well uh, it was busy. It was yeah. really busy. We, uh, <clears throat> we have a woman that brings a pot of soup, and then the first park uh, that we go to, it was uh, probably two-thirds, three-quarters of it gone, so mm-hmm. there was a lot of people there. And um, we went over to the other park. There was uh, a couple of people there that uh, one young lady we've been working with for a while, she's finally gotten uh, uh, into a position where it looks like she's going to get off the streets. All right. And um, she's had some men chasing her, and he's even gone to the point of breaking windows out of her car. Okay. So it's good to get her off the street. Yeah. And uh, But she's she's going into an apartment, so she's going to be uh, at least uh, not out there where, where she's not safe. Um, but uh, most of the other people were about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, We got our prayer in and got quite a bit of prayer. And uh, I guess it was just uh, over there at the second park was just kind of a normal Saturday. Okay. Well, you know, I, I, what I had noticed, and, and this is something our listeners need to know, 
is um, we provide Bibles for, yes. for folks there. And, and you know, uh, with the ministries that we're all part of, we have access to some Bibles. Um, but also, it's it's always been on our hearts to uh, carry some some study Bibles, some larger print study Bibles. And there was uh, the, the one family there that wanted the Bible. So I stuck around, got in some prayer, um, spoke with some folks. But then I thought, you know, I'm going to go get that Bible. And I brought Cheryl back with me and uh, saw you along the way, but yeah. they had already left. So um, hopefully, but you know what's amazing is the one woman that came, she goes, I need a bigger Bible. Um, what our what our audience needs to know, what our family and friends, you know, we've got family and friends that listen to our show because we let them know. Um, and then those of you that are joining us that are part of the body of Christ that just want to hear the message and, and the word and hear what's going on out there, we again thank you for being there. But it was, they they count on us, Pastor Ed. They count on us. And in, in, in weather, and I want to encourage our audience, as I always do, whether you're called to – we've been called to be with the homeless. Um, God's used us. He's used – I've seen him do miracles with those that live on the highest mountain, um, those that, that have wealth, um, those that have – uh, different circumstances. He's called us to share the word with everyone. Um, but I got to say that the homeless seem to be very hungry for the word. And they're broken, they're soft, and they're they're listening. And uh, I hope, you know, one of the scriptures I got, I got to share with them this weekend, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope to get to that scripture uh, tonight on the show. Okay. Yeah, they, they do depend on us. And uh, one of the things I've noticed that that we haven't heard much in quite a while. <clears throat> so many of them coming up saying, I'm hungry. Oh, right. They, I, I don't know what's going on particularly because a lot of them get government uh, subsidy of some sort, and they can usually get around and get some food. But uh, I've had three or four people come up, stand in line for the food. Now, <laughs> they do wait until we pray. Mm-hmm. They wait till we share the word. But... Boy, they're right there to get food. Yeah. And uh, how many of them are saying they're hungry? So I don't know why there's a problem with them getting food now that uh, we haven't seen in the past. Well, and, and that's interesting. And, and i got to tell you, you know, at the end of the show, we will be thanking our sponsors because not only do they count on the burritos that we get, right. but as you talked of the one woman that brings the hot soup, sometimes hot eggs, um, scramble. You know, and, and, and really, um, praise God, that our food's yes. so good, they can't wait to get needed. Maybe maybe yeah. they had other options, Ed, <laughs> yeah, but they showed true. up to us. And, um, again, we thank, we thank the folks that provide the food that are feeding these, these uh, needy. And uh, it's in the name of Jesus. It is in the name of Jesus when we give a cup of water to the least of them or food or clothing um, or visit them in jail. Um, praise God. That's what this ministry is all about. Right. All right. Well, you know, we're going to miss John. Um, I, I love being here at the microphone. <laughs> and uh, Ed and I, we're going to have a good time. Our topic tonight, you guys, is it's a beautiful one. It says, God is full of compassion. And I've got a couple of my favorite scriptures. You know, I, I meet with a lot of friends being born in this town, and we do a lot of Bible studies. And I tell them, I go, you know, I've, this is my favorite scripture. And they just start laughing because I have hundreds, if not thousands, of favorite <laughs> scriptures. Um, but um, this one, uh, they had a song, too, in the olden days that I, where I had fellowshipped. And I'm going to read it to you. We'll start the show. What do you think? Let's go. Okay. So, again, one of my favorite scriptures. It's found in the book of Psalms. I'm one of those psalm lovers. Um, 
and this one is in Psalm 145, and it's verse 8, and it says, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He is slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender and his tender mercies are over all his works. So, you know, growing up in this town, or for all of us, you know, really I believe we all feel that we've done some things wrong in life. Um, we have all sinned. There's no doubt about it. We, we, we know and understand that we have sinned in life. And, um, and, and I think that if God really wanted to stomp us out, we wouldn't be here. You know, our God, our Lord, our Savior, He is gracious and He is full of compassion. His Word is full of compassion. And it's, it's what we're sharing. And um, as we call this God's Word, we believe in our heart. This, this Word right here is Spirit-filled by the Holy Spirit of God. Um, had had men put this on paper? Or they, I don't think they had paper back then, do they? No, no. <laughs> they had uh, skins, I think, or they had. Uh, they did have paper. They used to make it out of the the uh, uh, reeds oh, along okay. the banks of the r- rivers. Well, I'm I'm very thankful for it. I'm being on paper and in, in our references, and you know we can do these studies. But I'm going to go to another scripture, and then after this scripture, um, Pastor, I'm going to send it your way okay. for a scripture, and then I might have a couple closers and. We'll see how it goes. But just, again, you know, um, we're, as, as the body of Christ, we are all filled. We're led to share the gospel, the good news. And as we share that, as we share this word, it's this word that is powerful. It's this word that's loving. It's this word that heals. And uh, so the next scripture I want to go to is it's, it's, it's a psalm. Also, or no, we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 29, and it's verse 13. And listen to this. It says, Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted his people, and he, he will have mercy on his afflicted. So we know, we, you know we've, we've lived a few years. Um, not all my years have been walking with Jesus. Um, right now, I'm so thankful that he, he walks the road with me, and he's a lamp unto my feet, and his word encourages me daily, and we're hoping it encourages you. But uh, one thing we want to make sure today, that if we can um, put across our hearts and share God's heart, that our God is compassionate. So I'm going to send it your way. Sure. You know, when we, when we talk about uh, God's compassion, it, we got we've got to turn this into something we can deal with and and to me there's uh, two types of compassion there's one compassion in which uh, you look out and you see somebody that's being mistreated for example mm-hmm. and you can have compassion on what's what they're uh, going through the other is what I call active compassion and that is when you look out and you see somebody being mistreated and it motivate you to go out and do something about it. When you start looking at God's compassion, God's compassion is always uh, active. <clears throat> if you read through, you find out <clears throat> excuse me, you find out that, that uh, when he sees misjustice being done, he gets involved. And sometimes I, I find it interesting that he gets he will uh, punish people, but he gets a compassion over his own punishment, mm-hmm. and will go in and start doing things. and And in uh, Micah, this is kind of a case of that, where where they know the people have been sinning, 
And God has brought some things upon him that uh, makes life pretty uncomfortable for him. And yet here he says in verse, uh, this is Micah chapter 7, verse 18. Where is another God like you who pardons the guilt of the remnant, overlooking the sins of his special people? You will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showering the uh, showering unfailing love. Unfailing love is, can also be compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he delights in showing his compassion. When you get to verse 19, it says, Once again, you have compassion on us. You will trample our sin under our feet and throw them into the depths of the sea. You will show us your faithfulness and unfailing love as you promised to our ancestors, Abraham and Jacob, long ago. But here's a case where they're suffering under God's uh, uh, penalties, I guess you'd say, Mm -hmm. for their unfaithfulness and for their uh, disobedience. And yet here he comes back, he sees what they're suffering, and he has compassion on them. And he gets involved and starts bringing them back into relationship with him. So, <clears throat> so he's active in just about all of the. Uh, when he gets has compassion upon people, it's an active compassion. To re- and usually, in, it uh, his compassion re- ends in uh, in uh, restoring relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the two words, if you want to know what compassion is, compassion can be summed up into two things, grace and, and mercy. Uh, in this one here, the first one, he shows uh, uh, mercy, or he shows uh, grace, in that he's going to give us or give them back, uh, bring them back in relationship with him. That's, that's his grace. Even, even in their sin, he brings them back. His mercy is that he's not going to continue the, allowing this to happen to him. So his his oh, grace okay. is to stop what's taking place, and that kind of is the picture of compassion for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, compassion that if you sit and think about somebody um, who's who's going through some troubles and you have compassion on them and don't do anything, it's really kind of a uh, kind of a waste of time. Yeah. So your compassion needs to drive you into action, motivate you to get up and do something. Yep. Because that's the kind of motivation or that's the kind of compassion Christ shows on people uh, is is an active type compassion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So and and in the New Testament it has the same same thing I, I didn't did you have something you wanted to carry on with uh, um, we're, like I say it's just John and I here and we're kind of batting this back and forth so, <laughs> so we'll be going back and forth no right? I think oh. it's great you you're leading it and, and we don't go over this we say this all the time on the show but you're leading into my scripture my next scripture on well and because we know what the title is and we know God's word is so inter, intertangled yeah. but um, no I just want to say um, when it's an action, you know, compassion is an action. Amen. And you know, you're, you're you've been a pastor, and I've been called to many, many pastoral duties myself, um, visiting those on their way out that are sick or dying or getting married or whatever. And it's it's an honor to serve. Um, but my mom, um, I'm going to use a, a quick little story about my mom. 
um, her and her husband are involved in a, in a compassion ministry, like when people are going through trials and, and sufferings. Mm-hmm. And, and I had mentioned to my mom that I, had, I, I get to go to a lot of hospital rooms. And um, some of the folks that I get to go see, um, I've known for a lifetime. Some of them I've, I've never met in my life. And I mentioned to her what we've got to do is we've got to pray for that compassion, Pastor Ed. We got to when I go into any circumstance, it's like God, give me your compassion. Oh yeah. I mean, and I know you've had to do that hundreds, if not thousands, of times. Every time, every time, (laughs) we need God's compassion. So when we go in there, we can we can somehow, some way, have a little bit of a piece of not only our Lord and Savior's heart and His compassion because that's who we're we're representing. But also the person that's either sick or dying, so that that God can be compassionate on them. So I I pray for that, and I'm, I know you've prayed for that. Oh yeah, yeah. When you when you go out to uh, to do any kind of hospital visit, uh, you better be in prayer before you get there, yeah. uh, because you you run into some situations. I went out on a, a case where. Uh, a young man had tried to commit suicide, put a shotgun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Well, it didn't kill him, but it blew the side of his cheek off. Yeah. And uh, so when I went out to see him, I walked in the room and this he just went berserk. So I stepped back out of the room because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So the mother came out <clears throat> and I talked with her and... Uh, she began to tell me a little bit about him, but I thought, had I not, per- when I talked to her, by the way, I did pray for the, the kid with her, and she was very kind about uh, what, the event that took place. But I was praying before I ever got there, mm-hmm. and I just knew that when I went in that door, I had to be really cautious. So had I just burst into the room like I normally do, yeah, uh, who knows what would have happened. But yeah. God just go lightly. Mm-hmm. So I just stepped inside the room, and when he started having problems, I, I backed out of there very quickly. Yeah. So just little things like that. Yep. Now, it didn't bother me, but it was would have bothered him. Yeah. So God's compassion was for him. And uh, <clears throat> he talked to me about don't get in there and mess <laughs> mess with him, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> just little things like that. You're in prayer all the time when you all go there. the time. Yeah, and you know what? Um, it's it's amazing, but we, our God, our God is very compassionate, and um, He has compassion for us. And we want some of that, you know, as we call ourselves Christians, we want to be little Christ. We want what God has. We want his power. We want his love. We want his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness. And uh, we need that compassion when we go to share, not only with those that God's put in front of us, our family members. You got to Mm -hmm. share with your, I believe it was your sister and brother-in-law at late ages in life. Praise God. And uh, I've been able to see the same thing in so many folks' lives. So um, we, we need that. We need to pray for it. And uh, he'll use us, folks. He will. I got a, I got an example of kind of a, a passive uh, compassion. I, I said Christ doesn't normally do it, but but there is a story where he does give some some uh, a passive uh, compassion, and it's in uh, it's in Luke chapter nineteen. It starts at forty one. It says he came closer as he came closer to to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, he began to weep 
and that's his compassion coming out because he knew what the future of Jerusalem was. But in verse 42, he says, How I wish today that you would, that you of all people would understand the way of peace. But now it is too late, and the peace is hidden from your eyes. Mm. So he had compassion, but at this point, he was not taking an active start. And as he, he later on, he does. But I mean, yeah. at this point, it's an inactive uh, uh, compassion. Yeah. Because he feels sorry for what they're going to go through, but he has to he has to wait till certain things are in place to to really get active show his active compassion. Well, that's you know, <laughs> you know when we do this radio show, I, I smile a lot because <laughs> um, I, I wish people could just see my face because again you've led into the scripture that I wanted to talk to about that you talked about in Micah. So I'm gonna, I might as well get there. Okay, um, but you know the Israelites, they uh, Jer- Jeremiah. Jeremiah for 40 years he was going in there telling yep. God's people you guys need to turn from these you need to turn you need to turn you need to turn for 40 years and um and and they didn't listen and um but even though they went into captivity this is God's heart I, you know I hope I can I hope I can read this scripture without crying I'm one of those crybabies okay. um we'll, I'll get through this folks but here's the scripture that leads into God has his ways but after he's through with what he's doing, this is what the heart of God is. And, and this is the scripture that I got to share with the group on Saturday. This is the scripture that I, I shared with our group. We shared a, a lot of scriptures with them. I was able to end with this one, one of my favorites. It's my wife's favorite. And here it is. It's uh, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29. And you guys know it, verse 11, 12, and 13. And it says this. This is the heart of God. It says, for I know the thoughts that I have that I think towards you, says the Lord. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your hearts. His plans and his thoughts, his compassion for us. There's another scripture in in, um, in um, Psalm, I believe it's around 145, talks about the heavens and the earth, and uh, his ways are higher than ours. As mm-hmm. far as the heavens are above the earth, or his ways above ours. So even though we pray for compassion, he doesn't need to do that. No. He, he's a God of compassion. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of love that he loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son and just watched him be just slaughtered and crucified. That's why he came. Uh, Jesus himself uh, said, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Father. Use me. And um, I, I look at uh, in, in the book of Isaiah where God was in the throne room. There, Who should we send? Isaiah said, you know, choose me. You know, and that's where we're at today, Pastor Ed and, and Pastor John, who's not with us. His heart is choose us, use us to further your kingdom. And um, we've learned, you know, we can love people. We can have compassion on them. We need God's love. We need God's compassion. But what I've learned in my years is it's God's word changes everything. And it's a, it's real. And it's alive. And so I don't know if you have um, anything else you wanted to share. I, I know I had one more scripture. Yeah, I had just uh, just the things. One of the things that uh, for about the last, uh, I don't know, three or four shows, uh, I, I've gotten into this thing of character and uh, uh, human. Uh, what's, what's the other one? Uh, 
character. Anyway, the the, the thing uh, the thing that makes God who He is. Mm. Uh, attributes. No, not the attributes. I, I, but but when you when you talk about compassion, what, one of the things is we know God is love. Mm-hmm. And uh, but all of these characteristics display that love. So you were talking just a while ago about compassion. Well, compassion is one of his characters. And you're right. He doesn't have to generate compassion because he is compassion. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and so, but it's one of his characters that described him. Why are you so compassionate? Because of his love for us. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. And, and he's willing to pass that off to us. Um, in John uh, 14.27, it says, I'm leaving you with a gift. This is just before he's, uh, he's crucified. I'm leaving you with, with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give you is a gift from the world is is a gift the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid so his compassion on us when he was leaving was to leave us with those things that would allow us to get through uh, get along in the world Yeah. and his greatest thing here that he gave us was this gift of peace of of mind and, and, uh, and of heart Yep. Yeah, he did. And uh, we'll take that, huh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – there, there's so many – so much of his uh, character that that he displays to us. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 says, be imitators of Christ. And uh, when you look up the imitators, it means to mock him, to uh, – not mock him in terms of making fun of him, but mock him in in what he does. Be a shadow. Yeah. Uh, when he moves his arm, the shadow moves with it. So we're we're to be that kind of a person with him. So <clears throat> his character should be ours. Amen. And so we should have this compassion that he has for people. Mm-hmm. And I think compassion is what drives people to ministry. Uh, I was visiting a church the other day. They've got uh, they had something like four or five missions going out mm. over this next year, <clears throat> and I thought, what a good thing for a church to have yeah. is missions because you go out on missions, it changes your life. It sure it does. Changes your life because yeah. you go out there and see people who who have little and. That's what you're supposed to provide for them. So I'll let you close. Amen. Well, thank you for visiting with us tonight, everyone, family and friends. We always want to thank from the bottom of our hearts. We thank uh, Goodwill for all the clothing they provide for these uh, homeless folks. Always, always um, Javier over sombreros and the food. They love the burritos. The men, women, and children that help us, Pastor Steve at El Cajon Wesleyan. We're very thankful for uh, Pastor Jeremy over at Skyline and his pastor, Tim. Thank you, guys. You guys were all part of the body of Christ trying to just love people and love God. So have a great night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.